This is In Search of the Pluriverse. We are Sophie Creer and Eric Wong. Join us on our quest for a world in which many worlds fit. We were invited by Het Nieuwe Instituut to be the first curators of their traveling academy. You can follow us online at pluriverse.hetnieuweinstituut.nl Welcome back, dear listeners. After the eight warming up talks we collected, we'd like to welcome you to this new series of podcasts in our search for the Pluriverse, Testing Istanbul's Waters. In five short talks, we anticipate on the upcoming Thirst Walk due to take place two weeks from now as part of the closing activities of the fifth Istanbul Design Biennial. This thirst provoking walk will provide perspectives on water from designer Noor Orsanale, urbanist Yashar Adnan Adanale, ecologist and activist Lian Poa, and architects Eva Pfannes and Sylvain Hartenberg from OOS. Artist Serkan Taijan will be our virtual guide, and he is our guest today. Welcome, Serkan. Thank you. Thank you. Water supply in urban areas is vital, no exception for Istanbul, where the water distribution system dates back to pre-Roman times. Water as a commons, as metaphor, as politics. The question is, who quenches whose thirst? Serkan, you are an artist slash researcher. You're also an academic. You have an engineering and a photojournalism background and these different ways of knowing and of apprehending the world They join up in your work in a, in a very exciting and I would nearly say urgent way because you make use of photography, video, mapping, walking to foreground the dynamics of ecological but also urban transformations caused by human activity and in particular over the last decennia uh, in relation to water. So for our listeners who wonder how you got to where you are today, you completed the MFA degree in visual arts at Sabanshi University, Istanbul. You then went on to study at photo photography at Alto University in Helsinki. And at the moment, you are conducting a PhD in Canada at Carleton University School of Architecture. And as we speak, you are in the yeah. last production rush for an exhibition due to open, hopefully in the near future, as soon as possible, at the new Climate Museum in Istanbul. What's, what's this exhibition about? What are you going to show there? Uh, the exhibition is about my last 13 years of work. It's kind of a retrospective, let's say. The name of the show is Towards the City. It consists of four bodies of work, which deals with the urbanization uh, in Istanbul. An important part of the show is Between Two Seas, which we are going to talk about today briefly. Indeed, yeah, a beautiful four-day walking trail spanning 70 kilometers. We'll, we'll get back to it at, at the end of this, uh, at this talk. Uh, but before we talk about that, I want to exchange a little bit with you about HydroLab. This is another initiative that you founded and you call it a mobile platform. It has actually been active in many different parts of the world. It makes links between art, ecology and engineering. And I was struck by the different manifestations that this platform has. So. Hydrolab Mesopotamia, for example, the edition in Mesopotamia, focuses on 11 dams to be built on the Turkish-Iraqi border. And you produced a film, you produced animations, visualizations. The film is called Wall of Water, which is very evocative. Uh, whereas Hydrolab Kifisos, the edition in Athens, had a very different character, more performative. 
uh, maybe just as analytical, but it was a parade, right? You were celebrating the, the vibrant quality of the river. You were trying to, I guess, get people to, to remember the river Kifisos. So how do these two things come together in HydroLab, the analytical and the performative, or, or the artist and the engineer in you? Yeah. That's obviously coming from my background, uh, actually. So let me let me tell in that way. So when I was uh, uh, making a research about urbanization in Istanbul as a photographer, getting deeper in my research, I found that the notion uh, of engineering is very fruitful in this research because I know the material, I know the flow of the material, the use of the material, and the, the symbolic meaning of the material rather than just quantities of it, you know, because I studied it. How, when uh, I found ways to trying to combine uh, this knowledge with the artistic interpretation, that is a very interesting area. Uh, this is the actually uh, the basement of HydroLab, actually, uh, because I also, uh, during my engineering study, I was focused on actually hydrology. That was my... Uh, that was your main, focus. Yeah, mm. my main area. As we all know, uh, and you just mentioned the importance of water, and with this tendency that I had to combine this engineering notion with the artistic practice, I came up with the idea that why don't I... Uh, make uh, a platform which would remedy as a as a uh, laboratory. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's not necessarily going to be, of course, make scientific research, but uh, it's going to uh, make people to interact. But using the scientific methods and approach, and try to connect people with this scientific uh, research, because. Bruno Latour talks about this quite a lot, you know, in his works, how the laboratories are places uh, very inverted. Very enclosed, yeah, very... Enclosed spaces. Per and permeable, not permeable, yeah. actually, impermeable. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but uh, I try to find a way to take people inside these laboratories and to take part in somehow in this decision-making process, because uh, if you don't know what's going on, if you don't know, if you don't touch it, then you don't have enough information about what's going on. So therefore I created this, I tried to create this HydroLab and I started to make it them in modules. The first module uh, was in actually in Cappadocia, in the middle of Anatolia. There I follow the river, which is Halis. It's an uh, ancient river in the mainland of Anatolia. On the river, there are many dams uh, being constructed for the last two decades. That was the uh, first module of the HydroLab in Cappadocia. The second one, as you just mentioned, HydroLab Mesopotamia, uh, was about uh, security dams on the Iraqi and Turkey border, which the Turkish government constructed 11 dams on a particular river which constitutes 120 kilometers of a wall on the uh, on the on the Iraqi Turkey border what i've been questioning here is how uh, water could transform into a weaponized uh, mm. thing into a weaponized matter 
there was not any attempt to use dams as a weaponized structures uh, nowhere in the world before. So that was the second uh, module of the uh, Hydrolab. And the third module was the Hydrolab Attica, which is uh, dealing with the uh, water issue in atoms. And there I investigated the ancient river of Kifisos, uh, which is the main water resources the, of the Attica plain and the ancient atoms. Now uh, the river is covered by a, Uh, highway, uh, and nobody even remember that it was a river. It's turned into a, a canal, a channel, a concrete channel. So when I went there and I speak with the local people, I found that very essence of river is already disappeared. So, and I started to question, how can you again make people to remember that it was a river? <laughs> Uh, in my artistic works, I try to combine sport activities. So this time I imagined to make a rowing event in this concrete pool, concrete canal. What is it in sports that attracts you as an artist? Like why do you want to include sport I, I, as a way I, I to was, participate? I was doing it, first of all. <laughs> I, I was, It's I, part I of was, your life. Of your it was life. part of my life. And also... I mean, bodily tangible activity has a great potential to look around you in another way. You know, your perception changes exactly. uh, when you move. Uh, and each sport activity has another pace. And once you walk, it's another pace. Once you row, it's another pace. Bike When you swim, it's another pace. Swim, mm -hmm. Yeah, swim or bike even. So I, I found great potential in uh, sports to interact with. Yeah. yeah, and it's actually interesting because it brings me to another thing. I, I wanted to speak to you about actually in relation to um, another big project in, in Istanbul that uh, you have also been working around the, the Canal Istanbul, right? Yeah. Um, the official reason that I, I read for this project, which is quite huge is to reduce the large marine traffic and minimize risks associated with tankers, etc. Uh, the canal is artificial, planned to connect the Black Sea and the Marmara Sea. It will bypass the, the Bosphorus. Uh, but there are, of course, also some critical sounds against it. A lake that might be threatened with extinction, a lake that mm. the city depends on for drinking water, contamination of groundwater with salt. And um, I was in contact with a PhD student from Cornell University, Aisha Eche Uzmei. She did her master thesis on hydropolitics and she looks at infrastructure as a, a mediator between scales from river to lake, to dam, to reservoir, to treatment plant, to street, to tap. So speaking about perception, water exists at all these scales, you know, as a drop yeah. and as an ocean and as rain and as, and you've been working with water for so long. So how has your perception of, water yourself changed wow <laughs> i was not expecting this so yeah oh, just just a second water i mean 
uh, especially in between two seas, it was highly crucial about the flow of water. We follow the uh, canal, of course, but at the same time, we follow an existing river. And depending on the season, uh, the river's water level is high or low. And it's, a, it's actually a very tiny river. It's kind of a spring. Uh, but what I observed during all this, uh, all this 10 years of walk, a very tiny river could make an obstacle to your, <laughs> to your walk. Then I started to realize and observe the flow of the uh, water, how it goes from high to low and how it ends up on the bigger bodies of water. Uh, there is a Turkish word for that. Life is like a flow of water. So you cannot uh, make an obstacle on, in front of the water because water will anyhow find a way to flow. How do you say the expression in, in Turkish? Can you say it in Turkish? Su akar yolunu bulur. Water flows and finds its own way. Is that why? Because I have a very dear Turkish friend who once poured water behind my car as I was leaving. Is that why yeah. you have that tradition of pouring water behind a car? When... Yeah, because a travel or a journey is like a flow. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, there, there's, there's, I'm sure there's an interesting uh, relation. Between yeah. So let's, let's move to the last part of this talk, um, Between Two Seas. You've already mentioned it. It's, uh, so it's yeah. a walking trail that you've yeah. uh, initiated yeah. in 2013, yeah. a four-day walking trail, 70 kilometers. So it's, it's quite a stretch. And um, it goes from periphery to the center of Istanbul. It crosses rural areas, forest, a water basin, but also mines, a new airport, excavation dump sites, even a heritage site, the oldest settlement of Istanbul, a cave. And you did this walk, if I understand it right, to facilitate a personal experience of the threatening transformation of, of Istanbul and, it, and its surroundings. And for the web magazine of In Search of the Pluriverse, you uh, allowed us to publish three photos of the way markings that you created for this route. They, they're like tags or like, they nearly resemble a graffiti because you spray can yeah. them. Yeah. on different sides. So there is one image, which is, I don't know where we are. We are in a kind of desert. You mm -hmm. know which one I mean, do you see? The second one looks more like it's man-made man rocks, let's say. So yeah. maybe you are close to an excavation site. And the last one is even more zoomed in and we see the actual gesture. And I was wondering what your intention was with the way markings, if they are temporary or if they are permanent. Uh, and just how you see them as a gesture along this walking trail and how they, in a way, on a very small scale, embody what you wish to do with the whole Between Two Seas project. The main gesture about the walking trail is that uh, in order to let people to defend their rights to their city. And it started right after the Gezi, uh, Gezi protest in 2013. Mm -hmm. And that was the very high moment uh, that the government was constructing and planning mega projects all around Istanbul. And that was a big threat. And uh, one of the, the mega of the mega project, let's say, is the Canal Istanbul uh, water passage, a parallel route to the Bosphorus channel. So the claim is 
to open up this canal like Suez or Panama, you can imagine, like, that will let ships to pass to uh, create an economy. Uh, yeah, that's, however, that's the narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but however, there's, uh, of course, always different agendas uh, of these mega projects. One of the uh, agenda is, of course, to start a huge construction because once you make it that type of construction, you, you sustain economy. That's the way of the government, their approach to construction. Plus the speculation of the real estate and, and also international relational uh, aspect of it. But at the, on the other hand, there will be a, a huge eco, uh, ecological coincidences because of the water reservoirs, as you mentioned, uh, and the bird life and so on. So what... Uh, I proposed to Istanbul Biennale in 2013 to make the proposed canal route into a walking path, into a walking trail. And I found the path. It has the qualities of an ordinary walking path. But was, uh, it, like, was it easy? I mean, I can imagine it wasn't continuous. I can imagine you had to cross lands or private property yeah. or... No, it, you don't need to cross private property. I found public lands, uh, lines between villages, following the water reservoir. So what I followed was the typical quality of a walking trail. And this trail has been recognized by the... Turkey uh, cultural routes, yeah. I saw it on their website, indeed. And this association is also a member of the European Cultural Walking uh, Trails Association, Therefore, it is a recognized, officially recognized walking trail. And does that give a cultural value to the of route course. as well? Of yeah. course, of course, of course, of course. That's interesting. I mean, so that's the, actually the gesture about it, you know, like uh, it's not just in the artistic realm, it is also carries it to seeps, another... It seeps over into the other domain. Of, uh, another uh, domain. Legislation exactly. and jurisdiction. Yeah. People who walk on it, uh, sometimes and generally don't know that it's an artistic production. And really? Yeah, it's it. They mostly they might also consider it as like a cultural activity or ecological uh, awareness. Uh, and is that on uh, is that on purpose for you? So because the the map can be found on the website of. Yes, it is exactly the purpose on it. I mean. Although it's an artwork, but it's not necessarily that I'm the artist in this project. I'm a facilitator. Maybe the so, river is the artist. <laughs> yeah, the river is the artist. The nature is the artist. I just facilitate. And whenever I join the walks, I'm just walking with people. I don't guide. I don't uh, show. I just walk with them. So because it's a platform for discussion. That is the crossing of... Hydrolab and Between Two Seas. They are both platforms of discussion and uh, with the involvement of, of, the body. Uh, of the body and with several, uh, with people fr- coming from several uh, backgrounds, several disciplines, you know. So yeah. they come, they join, they share ideas and with this bodily participation, it creates another kind of discourse. That's yeah. what I found interesting. Yeah, an embodied, uh, an embodied discourse, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. maybe just because before, and then I have to wrap up this talk, but 
that beautiful image of the way markings. Where was this picture taken? The one with that, the mountain? Okay, so uh, that's the interesting part. So this picture uh, was taken uh, at the very beginning of the, uh, the time that we start walking in 2013. Uh, so the place was open uh, lignite mines, but they, it was not uh, uh, functional uh, anymore back then. So that's why it turned like a moon, the surface of the moon. Exactly, uh, it has a lunar landscape. Yeah. A lunar landscape. Yeah. Uh, interesting about that, this landscape uh, doesn't exist anymore uh, because in 2000, from 2015 to 2018, the biggest airport of Europe being built on top of this moon-like uh, landscape. Actually, it's a very sad story because this landscape was highly important because it was a man-altered landscape, but somehow it was regenerated by the nature, by the birds, by several other uh, creatures and animals. It would have been a very interesting place to observe uh, a post-industrial uh, landscape. And regeneration uh, of biodiversity regeneration. also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Serkan, thank you so much for taking us, you, on, uh, taking us on this tour. Thank you. Dear listeners, for more background on Serjan Taijan, you can visit uh, his website. With K, Serkan. Yeah, I like the, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Serkan Taijan. And the, yeah. it's a Y and a J is a C, right? For our listeners. Yeah. They can yeah. learn some Turkish this way. This was one of the five teasers in the series Testing Istanbul's Waters, part of In Search of the Pluriverse. Stay tuned for the next talk to be published soon. For more background on this project, you can dig into our Traveling Academy web magazine at pluriverse.hetnewinstitute.nl. You can follow us on Instagram at In Search of the Pluriverse. My name is Sophie Krier, and I had the pleasure to be your host today. The tune was by Yako Miri, the post-production is by Tseikau, and In Search of the Pluriverse is part of the Traveling Academy. An initiative of Het Nieuwe Institute, in close partnership with the Consulate General in Istanbul and embassies in Germany, Morocco, Spain and the UK. The Traveling Academy brings together makers from these regions and the Netherlands to learn how formal and informal ways of knowing can support each other in tackling ecological, sociopolitical and spatial issues. Thank you.